and welcome to Late Night with the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast in episode 362. I'm Sean. I'm Nancy, and this is the only podcast that says... The past. A new and uncertain world. A world of endless possibilities and infinite outcomes. Countless choices define our fate. Each choice, each moment. A moment in the ripple of time. Enough ripple, and you change the tide. For the future is never truly set. I'm trying to think of what that is. Is that like Doctor Strange, Terminator? I don't know. That's the uh, the last lines of X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, I watched that like so long ago, I don't remember, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, always like when they end like with a little. Yeah, and I, I think I think I think that was the McAvoy version of Xavier who who gave those lines. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I like McAvoy. Yeah, so quite the weekend we've had. <laughs> very interesting indeed. Ooh, very, I think half it's still on my shirt. Yeah, very interesting <laughs> indeed. Um. I guess I mean the best way to describe it is you know we said, damn this quarantine, and uh, you had your sister and niece over and had a crab fiesta weekend. We did. You ordered crabs from uh from Baltimore and a a shit ton of crab. I might, <laughs> a I might... bushel, okay. It's just a bushel. Well, yeah. we usually get them live, mm-hmm. and um. For whatever reason, the only live that we could get shipped was female. We don't eat females. Mm-hmm. We were taught by a very young age to not eat females. And, you know, because that's diminishing the population. Mm-hmm. And we could only get them steamed and shipped. Which was fine with us because we have actually done that one other time. But um, they give you the options to... Um, how much seasoning and stuff you want and we just put regular because that's all yeah. we need because they use that old bay and they must have put like i don't know extra 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 yeah <laughs> i mean you saw it the, the 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 um the styrofoam container they were in was leaking yeah those things were covered it looked like they were digging in sand they were covered it they were so salty yeah the crab meat was yeah. so salty. It was barely... I'm going to complain to them because they're not cheap. Yeah. Not cheap at all. So, And we order from this place all the time and they're just like perfect. Yeah. So I was very upset with it. That's disappointing, yeah. Yeah, because there was a lot we couldn't eat. And uh, I mean, we worked around it. But I mean, I don't want to have to rinse my crab off before I eat it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's like weird, so, but it was okay, I mean, it was good, you know, got, you know, pretty drunk. Yeah. I think I woke up still drunk, you know, me and my niece were hanging out on my two-story roof, yelling at cars going by (laughs) for a little bit there. The porch roof. (laughs) Yeah, so that was fun, (laughs) yeah. Nobody fell, nobody got hurt, it was all clean fun. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a good time. You, on the other hand, was just hanging out. I, I binge-watched Community all weekend. Yeah, that's what you were doing. Yeah. That show's funny. 
you keep telling me that, and I keep, you know, I, I don't want to get into it until I actually have, like, time yeah. like I did this weekend, but I was busy. Yeah, that's all I've been watching has been that. I know, it seems like every time I go in the living room, that's what you're watching. That's the problem with me, though. Like, when I, I, like I'll latch on to something like that, and I'll have to watch it the whole way through. Yeah. Be... Why don't you put your glasses on? You might be able to see. I don't know what you're doing. But yeah, like when I when I binge watch something, um, like I just I latch onto it. I, I don't stop. Like so, I mean, it's the six seasons of a show that I'm. Is there a six? I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it still one? No. Hmm. Like they had five seasons on NBC, and then I think the sixth season was on Yahoo. Yeah. Like there was a there was a year where Yahoo tried to start a streaming service. And it failed miserably. But the cornerstone of their of that streaming service was, we had the sixth season of Community. Yeah. You know, and so I've heard the sixth season of Community is bad too. So I'm like not, not looking forward to getting to that point. But you know, for the most part, though, it's it's been a funny show. I'll have to watch it. I don't know what it's about. So I mean, the general concept of it is, it's these six people going to a community college. They form a study group. And hijinks ensue. Oh, is this the one where they um do everything but? Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a funny show. I enjoy the heck out of it. Um, kind of wish I had gotten on the bandwagon back when it was on, because some of it's like still kind of funny. Like you know, they're still using blackberries. Oh, okay. Because yeah. like like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Right. Um, and I'm sure BlackBerry was like, we'll pay you a lot of money to have our product yeah, on. Probably, you yeah. know. Um, product placement. Yeah. Yeah, at one point, like, one season, like, they have a subway in the college. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, you yeah. know, it, it's like gross yeah. product placement at yeah. times, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a funny show. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I know you've been in there and doing it. Yeah. So. But that's it. Like I, I've got other stuff I need to be watching, but I just I'm stuck on this, and so until I finish this off, that's all I'll be watching. I I've been really just doing what I was doing last week, yeah. going plowing through another you know binging of Parks and Rec. Yeah. Did you see that they're having a new episode this week? What? Of Parks and Rec. No. Yeah, I mean, the, a lot of these shows are getting back together, like for like like some sort of like reunion type thing, mm-hmm. like, and it'll be like a fundraiser to help with, you know, coronavirus aid to people. Um, How's that? Like, there's like telephones. So I'm sure I'll be like, like, hey, you know, that's weird because they did an episode about telephones. Yeah, or for a telephone. Yeah. So, but one of the things that they're doing, um, with Parks and Rec is they're actually going to do an episode. Well, I guess they're all going to like be on like Zoom or Skype or something. They're going to actually do a read of a of an original episode. Really? Yeah. I wonder which one. I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be a brand new episode. Like, so this is like never it was something that never oh. aired or anything. So it's like okay. completely brand new. Yeah. So I don't know if it takes place like after the show ended. Like, so is this like is Leslie the governor? Yeah. You know, shit like that. Like, you know. Yeah. How many more kids do they have? Yeah. So I want to know if Andy and Wizard Face is still together. Well, according to 
the flashbacks in the final episode, yeah. Why am I in all this time forward? Yeah. Because, hmm. I mean, they went into, like, 2030 or something, yeah. if I recall Yeah, correctly. it was pretty far in the future. Yeah. So. Will you spoil it for me again? <laughs> yeah. It's a show you've watched five times all the way through. Maybe more. Yeah. And it's catching up with how many times I've watched The Office all the yeah. way through. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a, for me, it was a boring... It's been a boring week. I haven't watched anything interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm watching Community, which I find interesting, but I haven't watched anything else. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's stuff I want to watch. Like, the, there was a new Hel- Chris Helmsworth movie that was released on Netflix this week. I, yeah, actually, it actually was very interesting. I do want to watch yeah. that. But I'll be damned. And It Chapter 2 is on HBO. I want to sit down and watch that, you know? Yeah, so I that, saw that was on there. So there's stuff I want to watch, but I'm just... And, like, also... Episodes two and three of the last dance for tonight, and I'm not going to be able to watch that tonight. I have to watch it tomorrow. Oh boy! <laughs> See, this is tough. This is one of those rare times. Like, I miss Ian, and I love having you do the show. But this is one of those times. Like, me and Ian would be talking about this because mm-hmm. it's, it's the '90s Bulls. Oh, okay. You know, and like, you know. We've talked about the 90s Bulls a lot on the show because it's like one of our favorite teams ever. And like, it's like exciting because like this week they're going to get into like when Jordan, early in Jordan's career when he came up against the, the Pistons in the late 80s and like the Jordan rules and mm-hmm. everything was involved with that. It's like, oh fuck, this is really like the first episodes were fascinating to watch. And like, you know, this is like a 10 part miniseries. A docu-series about like these 90s bulls and stuff. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. And the first two episodes were fantastic. And like, these next two episodes, I'm like, I can't wait to watch these. And, but it's like, I know you have no interest in this. So like trying, to, t- trying to explain it to you, like, you're already like, you know, drifting off. Yeah, I'm not even listening to you. No. So. And it's not because being rude, it's just I have no interest. Right, in you it. have no interest in it. But I mean, just save it for when he's back then. Well, I mean, you know, who knows how long it's going to be. Who knows? I don't. Sorry. Yeah. So. Which leads us into um, our, our show proper a bit. Um, you know, AMC Theater is talking about, like, opening their doors come July. Really? Yeah. Now, I mean, like, we, we see it. We, we're seeing at this point now, like, there are states that are opening up, like... Movie theaters can't really can't open up right now because like everything that was for May has already been pushed. Everything that's for June has basically been pushed. So the first time a theater can really open up and have new product is going to be July, because right now there are movies that are still scheduled for July. Right. Um, so AMC's talking about like making a comeback at that point, and you know opening their doors and 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 you know other movie theaters are talking about that as well. Like you know July is our target when we want to come back. We don't want to miss out on the summer tentpole season, and you know, and July is a big month because that's when um, uh, Tenant comes out. That's the new uh, Christopher Nolan movie, right? You know, so that that's kind of been counting on now as being like a the movie that saved the summer in a lot of ways, right? You know, and um, I, I guess like here, here's the like you know here's the question that I would pose. Do you think, like, come July, 
even if like AMC puts restrictions on how many people can be in a theater and how like maybe you have to have a seat between every person or how this is how all movie theaters operate. Like the only going to work operate half half capacity and it has to be a seat between every person or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Would you still be comfortable going to a theater that early? And do you think the general public will be okay doing it? Uh, I know I'd be okay with it if they had. Oh, I guess she's just telling me no. Um, (laughs) I would be okay with it um, as long as they did have, like, you know, a seat between each people, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I don't think the, um, like, I don't think some of the public would be okay with it, you know, because I know some people that are, like, crazed over this shit. But I don't think anybody that walks into Target would be like, oh, we're going to go to the movies now. Well, okay, let me me, me pose a question another way. If they said... You had to wear a mask while you're in the theater. I'd have a problem with them. Okay. Because I wouldn't want to sit there in a mask watching a movie. Right. That's more, I mean, I, and don't get me wrong. I, I'm not against the mask. That, that's not what I'm against. Because, right. you know, I have to wear one at work. And that's my problem is like wearing a mask is not a big deal. But you, when you are running your ass off for almost 10 hours a day wearing this thing, it gets a little bit hard to breathe. Right. Yeah. I can see that. You know, I'd rather breathe and chance the air. Right. I mean, I have to walk where people can't see me just to pull my desk because I feel like I'm hyperventilating sometimes. Right. So in a different aspect, though, you're sitting in the movie theater with the mask on. Well, how are you going to do that? Eat your popcorn, drink drink, you know what I mean? It, right. it gets to be a little bit too much. Well, I mean, that may be something that they say, well, we're going to open up the movie, we're going to open up the movie theater, but no concessions because that would be stupid because that's where they make the money. Right. But I, I also I I don't see how like the big the big concern is is always the thing you hear everybody talk about is if you reopen things too fast, then you know the you see a spike. So I don't see how something like a movie theater can open up and not be taking extraordinary precautions to keep you safe. But the problem is also the cleaning between viewings. Right. Like, just for instance, not to like bring my work into it. We are required to wipe down those self-checkouts after every single guest use it. Right. And for the most part, we do. But when it gets busy and there's 10 people, it's just like, just come on. Right. Or what are they going to do in a theater after every single... You you would have to have an hour in between each movie just to clean it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's another thing that you're looking at. There's a lot of, of stuff that has to be kind of looked at here. And I'm sure like... You know, the, the bigger chains like AMC and Cinemark and Regal, they're probably looking at this like, you know, what what what's the time frame we're going to need between movies to disinfect? Because then then it, they would have to be rotating their theaters. That's another thing. Like, so like maybe they're and running. They a would half have to have more people working. Right, but the other side of that though is like locally, like our AMC theater, our Cinemark theater, they only have like one IMAX. Yeah. You know, so you can't rotate IMAX between two different IMAX theaters. So that's a problem. You know, so if I want to see something in IMAX, like I would, like I would want to see a Christopher Nolan movie in IMAX. Oh yeah. Or, you know, or, you know, whatever it is that Cinemark calls it. Morpheus. Yeah. I'd want to see Morpheus in IMAX. 
Morpheus? What the hell is Morpheus? Not Morpheus. Morbius. What are that? Yeah, well, that's not until next year. I know! Okay. I'm, I'm just giving you an example. I understand that. You want to see Jared Leto on the biggest screen possible. Yes, sir. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> well, my point is, so like, like, instead of having, like, you know, eight showings a day of a movie, are you are you knocking that down to four? Yeah. You know, because of you have to take time between each screening to to disinfect the theater. I'm, so, it's just, I'm sorry. It's just it's getting it, this whole thing is getting to be too much for me, just like everybody else. But right, I mean, it is, but it's something you have to think about. Like, in all honesty, like, I, I in, in come July. I don't know how comfortable I would be going to a movie theater. I probably wouldn't. In the beginning, I wouldn't. No. Like, I, I wouldn't be, like, the first one to be running out to go. No. Like, no. But I do... But the other side of those, I do think the general public is dumb enough to do that. <laughs> yes, they fucking are. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there I are... I see them out there every day, the dumb shit they're doing. Believe me, they're dumb enough to do it. Right. I, I, I honestly believe that there are people that come July... That they're going to be like, the movie theaters are open. Let's go see a movie. But I'm also one of those people that are like, and I know I'm going to get shit for this. Open it back up. Get them the fuck away from me. I am so tired of the public. Because there's only like two places to go in my area. Walmart and Target. Right. And Walmart closes earlier than us. Right. So we get nothing but shit. It's the hangout. Right. There is no social distancing. Right. So. I just have, the problem is you're seeing it from the shitty end of the stick. Yes. Like, you know, and that's the problem. Like, you, so, like, like I, I'm looking at it from a, the whole the other perspective of, like, I, I get it. We need to open things up, but there has to be a way to do it responsibly. You have to do this slowly and in, in, in phases and all this other stuff. And you're just, like, you're at a point where, like, because you're getting flooded with it, you're just, like, fuck it all. Yep. Let it burn to the ground. I don't care. I do. That's exactly <laughs> you know? how I feel. I'm sorry. And if anybody else that is in my situation and like not working for home or not taking off the time and they're dealing with this every single day of their life, I, I know they're saying it too because people I work with are saying it. Right. They're like, yes, please open and ship back. Also, they need to open my watering hole back up. Me and my friends miss going out after work and having a few before we get... You know what I mean? Like, we miss that that social interaction, too. Yeah. I do. I miss that with all of my friends that I do that with. It's just... It's a problem right now, you know? What is her issue? She, she's, like, very... She's been in quarantine for two days because of stranger <laughs> danger. Oh, my God. The dog was in here, so, you know... <laughs> Masoka is being extra affectionate. That's what the she problem is. is. She's yeah. rubbing us. She hasn't. She likes to hide when people aren't here, or when when people aren't here. When people are here for some reason, she's like become like a recluse when people are, are around for some reason, and she's just hey, yay, everybody's gone. I can come out. And it was two people. It wasn't yeah. like it was like a bunch of people. It was two people. Right. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how they would control that. It just seems like an awful lot for them to have to do to even bother thinking about opening it up for the general public. You know what I mean? 
or like only like okay so if you have to cut your viewing time down from eight movies to four movies a day you're gonna only be selling so many tickets you're gonna have to have assigned seating if you don't want people because i know there'd be some jamoke that would come and sit next to you yeah you know what i mean so that does that okay that that will literally he'll look at a map where there's like assigned seating and if there are people sitting where he wants to sit, he'll sit next to him anyway, like right next to him. Oh, like no. no, not not a seat between them. He like he'll just sit right the fuck next no, to him. Not me. Like, no, like I, but I'm, see, I'm like that in general, and you know that, right? I don't want to be around people in generally, right? I mean, that's people not, that's I don't how, know. That's why we buy four. So seats. before all this started, I was happy doing that, right? Like get the just get the fuck away from me. That's yeah, the way it's, I it's am. It's why we bought four seats for some movies. <laughs> yeah, and it was one where there's nobody behind us. So. Yeah. So believe me, I'm I'm all for the like, um, what's it called? Monitoring this shit, but not everything, because you're not doing it now. I'm sorry, you are not doing it now. There is no enforcement out there. No, there. I mean, there absolutely is no enforcement out there. Well, the, the problem because if you enforce it, you're trampling on people's civil rights. Then don't lay down the law to begin with. Right. I, I understand that. I it it's just it's a. It's a very narrow bridge you're walking mm-hmm. on this, you know, and you know when like I get both sides of the argument. That's the problem. Like I, you all know, I know is whenever they start opening shit back up and people start going to work, if I hear one person, one person gets in my face about, oh my god, it feels so good to be out of my house. I'm punching them. Yeah, I'm just gonna square out, punch them, and lay them out where they're standing. My, my, my personal favorite meme right now is I saw somebody post this where it says all you motherfuckers can stop posting that picture of like you know I can live in a cabin for a million dollars in the wood because you motherfuckers couldn't last a week in your house with Netflix no No, the one that cracks me up is that but it says you literally couldn't even stay home for five days to save your grandma's life yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so yeah (laughs) yeah that one that's that's I love that one yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> the whole shit just needs to needs to go away. I'm sick of it already. I'm I'm over this shit. I agree. Like, I I I, I am you need too. to go back to work because I'm over you being a recluse. This has been like hell. No offense. I just I'm not used to you being here 24 seven, and it's really unless you're on vacation, that's only a week. Wow. It's just it's a lot. I like my alone time. Sorry. I get that. I try to leave you alone. No, I like being in the house by myself. Okay. Doing my things. Okay. La-ti-da. Mm-hmm. La-ti-frickin-da. What is that? Oh, it's the diffuser. Yeah. Okay. Ahsoka likes it, too. She likes her alone time. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine what she does when we're not home. I can only imagine. Hmm. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. So. Nothing I say or do will change it, so my vote don't count. <laughs> Excuse me. Was that you? I thought yeah. that was my chair. No, that was me. I was like, what the hell is with this chair? Yeah. All right, so let's let's get into this week's top five. You don't want to tell the sausage story? Oh, I, I, I could, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, you told me to remind you. Yeah. All right. So two weeks ago. This was Easter Sunday, I guess. Was it Easter Sunday? Yeah. Is that when I made that? Yeah. 
Yeah, because I bought the egg thing the day before. Yeah. So okay. for Easter Sunday, we um. I actually had off work. She, Nancy, Nancy was off work, and um, she made she made breakfast. Um, because we were eating late, like we knew we were gonna be eating. We didn't eat Easter dinner because Nancy cooked for Easter dinner, but we didn't eat until like nine o'clock. What's it that late? Yeah, it was like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Which was fine. I, didn't I don't care. Even remember why. I don't remember either. It, just the way things timed up. Hmm. So anyway, so you made like this. It, it was like an Easter brunch, but it was sausage, gravy, and biscuits. Delicious. <laughs> so anyway, when you make the sausage, gravy, and biscuits, you know you you usually buy ground sausage and then you you cook that up and you add it to the gravy. There's always some sausage left over, which we'll use for like putting our eggs and stuff later on over the next few days. Well, so there's all this leftover sausage, and the day before you had bought this device at at Target to it was like a it was like an egg boiler essentially, egg steamer. Yeah, it's more a steamer, not right. Yeah, Yeah, where it's you know you put the water in there, and based upon how much water you put in, it's it's a timer where you know once the water runs out, I guess the timer goes off, and based upon the amount of water you've put in there, you have a hard boiled egg, or you could also make an omelet in it, and also um, soft boiled eggs eggs, and uh, poached eggs for eggs benedict. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, so it's a steamer, but 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 based on how much water you put in, it depends on what type of egg you're getting. I guess you, I guess there's lines or something, yes. yeah. So, but you wanted to try you wanted to try an omelet. Yes. You you were you're like you're sitting there. You're like I know I'm gonna I want to make an myself an omelet. I'm making sausage egg and cheese omelet. It's gonna I'm gonna try it in this thing. It's because I want to I'm I'm intrigued by it. You were very intrigued by this device. <laughs> still am. It's still, still awesome. Are. Yeah. It's a very interesting device. Yes. So, for for nine nine ten bucks, it was very interesting. Yeah. So the thing is, like, whenever you do stuff like that, I try to help out with the cleanup. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm considering it in that way. <laughs> so, like, I'll, I'll try. I'll start putting like. So what I did was I got a container and I put all the extra sausage in the container, and put it in the refrigerator. I'm getting the dishes together and I'm doing the dishes and you know I'm trying to help out with the cleanup. And you're like, I'm going to get the, the egg thing. I'm going to make myself an omelet. And then you looked at me. You turned around. And you looked at me with this look of horror on your face. You're like, where's the sausage? Where's the sausage? Where's the sausage? Sean, where's the sausage? Sean, where's the sausage? Like, you were looking at me as if you thought, literally in your mind, that I had eaten the sausage. Yes. Because I, I, I had gone back for, for a second. Like, there was just a little bit left. It wasn't a ton. I, and I just had myself a second helping of sausage and biscuits. Or sausage, gravy, and biscuits. And, um... But you were just, like, looking at me like... What did. what did you do with the sausage? <laughs> what did you do? Did you eat that fucking sausage? <laughs> like, you literally had this look on your face of, like, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> What's it? You tubby <laughs> son of a bitch. I cannot believe you ate all this fucking sausage. And I'm like, well, like I, I put it in the refrigerator. And you're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I put it in the refrigerator. I, I cleaned the pan, and I put the sausage in the container, I put it in the refrigerator. 
And you looked, I mean, you opened her refrigerator. Like, you didn't even fucking believe me. No, I didn't. You did. Like, you opened her refrigerator. Oh, <laughs> shit, there it is. Well, my whole thing was, you ate the sausage when I'm stand. I sat at the table for like a half hour saying I'm going to make an omelet yeah. with the sausage. And you like, like, you had to like open her, like before you would acknowledge <laughs> your the error of your ways, you were like, you had to check and make sure. Yes. And, a, and there was a container of the, the, the crumbled sausage. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> now the funny part of this story is I spent the next half hour Drilling this joke into the ground with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you did. And you were laughing your fucking ass off. <laughs> My sides were hurting. Your sides were hurting from the laughter. Because you, it was a funny, like, you honestly thought I ate it. I did. And, like, you were, like, you, you had a look of horror and disgust on your face <laughs> as you were, like, I can't believe you fucking did this to me. <laughs> no, like I can't bastard. believe you fucking did this. And I'm like, no, I didn't do nothing. I put, I put it away like a good boy. I'm <laughs> like a good boy. I'm expecting a pat on the head instead of getting this. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, you'll never do that to me again. No. Eating my sauce. I, I, that's the one help out or not. Don't, you know, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't even make that excuse, no. buddy. I'm just going to go in the living room and watch some TV. <laughs> Back to community. Yep. Mm. This shit's on you. <laughs> yeah. You did this to yourself. That was the only nice thing about this. I shouldn't say that. It was nice to see Christine and Christine and Miranda and everything. But like, to like be able to look and say, for once, this shit ain't my mess. <laughs> I know, I know. I know, I know you were happy. Well, no, because you did. You took out the mounds of fucking garbage that, you know, when you guys I mean. eat crabs, I don't know if anybody's done it, you put newspaper down. And then, like, you're constantly changing out that newspaper, especially when you have a bushel of crabs, because that's, like, anywhere between five and seven dozen. So we had, like, a big box and all this garbage. He took it all out for us. He was really nice about it. Yeah. But, like, I came down this morning. And, like, one of the, th- one of the hallmarks of Nancy is <laughs> she won't go to bed unless everything's been cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is how I know you were so fucked up last night. Because I came downstairs and I'm thinking... And, and the other thing was, I was promised breakfast. Yes, you were. Two in the afternoon, I still didn't have fucking breakfast. I'm like, fuck it, I'm making myself peanut butter and jelly. It's like You were like looking at me like, why are you making peanut, why are you making peanut butter and jelly? I promised you breakfast. I'm like, it's two in the fucking afternoon, bitch! It wasn't that late. It was! Okay, but... I did. I didn't. But I came downstairs. Like this yeah. table was trash. The whole kitchen was the trash. whole kitchen was trash. I'm like, wow. The first time since I've moved here, yeah. that I went to bed without everything. Like the dishes from today are sitting there, but they'll be put away before I yeah. go to bed. I was just like, wow. I know. That's how I was like, he because I slept on the couch. Yeah. Because I let my sister and my niece sleep in my bed. Which they weren't even getting out of because she was yeah. like, I can lay in this bed all day. It's such a nice bed. I'm like, I know. But I'm laying on the couch going, I want to be in my bed. Yeah. And I was like, I heard you coming down. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to see the kitchen. He's going to see the kitchen. Because I woke up. I didn't go to bed till after 5. And I woke up around 9. And I know I was still drunk. Yeah. I know it. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean that's one of the great things about Nancy is like you know she doesn't go to bed with normally when, like even at her sister's house like at her sister's house we don't get to leave 
until yeah. she's cleaned up. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't fucking live here. <laughs> you didn't invite us over to this. Half the mess was here when we got here. Yeah. You're, you're cleaning up other people's problems. <laughs> yeah. And she, she'll like, you know, no, no, no. I got it. Every dish has to be clean and put away. And I'm just like... You are a sucker. <laughs> I know they are bringing shit up to you that's been sitting in rooms for weeks. Hell yeah. But you don't, no, no, no. I got to help out. I, I can't leave it like this. Well, yeah. last night you must have said, fuck it. Or, or maybe in a drunken daze you thought, oh, this is clean. <laughs> no, That's what I'm picturing. No. I'm, I'm picturing in because, your head like. No, because when me and my niece were out on the roof, my sister actually before, because she came up and passed out. Yeah. And we're still out on the roof. She actually put away all the extra crabbing stuff because right. we didn't eat them all. Yeah. Yeah, so she actually put the food away, which was nice, but everything else was okay. like, uh-uh. I'm picturing at 5 in the morning, like, yeah, it's clean. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to bed. Good no. job, Dance. <laughs> no, the only thing I did when I got in the house from the roof, I came down to make sure the food was put away. And yeah. Then I was like, I'm passing out. See yeah. Well, me and Miranda sat here for a while, and then we went to bed. Yeah, no, I didn't think it was clean. I knew it wasn't because yeah. I was laying on the couch going, "Oh my god, he's gonna see this." I'm gonna get my get uh, made fun of all day over this one. Yeah, I kept it to myself till now. Yeah, you don't want to say that shit in front of my sister. No. So. Yeah. So let's uh let's do the old top. Could you not do that? I'm sorry. I was never mind. Okay, just to pick the microphone. Sorry. Up. People are driving going, what the fuck? Sorry. So let's get jumping into the top five. Okay. Let's, uh, so you want to go first or shall I? You go first. Okay. So my top five is top five bands I missed a boat on. Like your whole entire life? Like bands that it's like, I either, like they're like extraordinarily popular and I don't like them. Or I just never got them. Your whole entire life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. My number five band that I just, I missed a boat on. And I understand they're extraordinarily popular. I understand for my generation, for our generation, they are a touchstone band that people will tell you are probably one of the greatest bands of all time. But I just don't get them. That's Green Day. Oh, me either. Like, there are people that, like, Green Day is a religious experience. Yeah. Like, you know, American Idiot is probably one of the greatest albums that's ever been written. You know. I don't see it. And, yeah, I just don't get it. No. I, I've never, ever liked Green Day. Like, never. Yeah. And you're one of the few people I know that can say that. Yeah. Like, everybody else I know is like, our, our age, it's like... What do you mean you don't like Green Day? Yeah. How, do you, how do you not like Green Day? Yeah, people are like confused by that. Like, they're confused by my hatred of grunge, but then it's like, yeah, but then you have Green Day. <laughs> like, Green Day's cool. <laughs> how do you not like Green Day? Yeah, I'm not. You know? gonna... And I, it's like, I, I just... I don't like their sound. You know what I mean? Like, there's one song that I can tolerate. I walk away. You know, that yeah. one. But like, for the most part, I just, I don't like their sound. I don't like his voice. I, I, I feel like, and it's like this weird thing of like, people think they invented punk. 
People think that? Like, I, I, I guess Are I they think... insane? No, I just, I think, think, I think people think that way. It's like, the people who like Green Day, like, the thing with me, I, 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 I'm weird this way. Like, the thing with me is, like, when I like a band, I try to find out what inspired the band. Mm-hmm. And I try to listen to that. Because okay. maybe I'll like that. And that's how I discovered the blues. And, like, there's a lot of other things that, you know, just by going backwards from what inspired a band. And I feel like people missed a boat on that with Green Day. Because, like, the things that inspired Green Day are, like, 70s and 80s punk. Right. And, like, those people aren't going backwards and listening to, like, the Ramones and stuff like that. They're just like, Green Day. That shit's amazing. It's like, really? Yeah, I don't I don't think that at yeah. all. Yeah. So, like, I just... It's a band I just... I, I, I don't dis... I, like, I don't hate them, but I don't get them. Yeah. And because of that, I just... I completely missed a boat on them, and it's like, whatever. But hmm. the but the people who I say that to, they just look at me like I'm I've got grown a third head. Yeah, I know, you know a lot of people that love Green Day, and I'm like, yeah, not a fan. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. There, there's my uh, my number five. Well, my top five list this week is um, my top five of uh, TV shows that um, ended too soon. Okay. For me. Okay. That was very sad. Ended and never got to. Number one better be Firefly. Anyways, my number five. <laughs> I Again, this is my list. It doesn't matter. Number one should always be Firefly. My list. And no, not for me. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna break the sad news. Firefly isn't even on my list. It's not even in my honorable mentions. Okay. Wow. So just wow. letting you know. That sucks. Yeah. Your list is already. You brought been, that on yourself. Yeah, this list has already been invalid. You brought that on yourself. So. I'm just saying, no, this list is invalid. Anyways, my number five is, and I don't even know if you remember it, that show Flash Forward. Yeah, I do. So, that was like one. It was like for one season. We actually, when we when we got laid off from Dish, we bought the DVD set. I did. Yeah, because we wanted to watch it, and it was yeah. like, like yeah, that was it. the only way you could watch it at the time. Yeah, I think that's still the only way you can watch it. Anyways, for anybody that doesn't know what Flash Forward was about, I'm just going to give you a little briefing. It's about a special task force and the, F- and the FBI investigates after every person on Earth simultaneously <laughs> blacks out and awakens with a short vision of their future. I'm sorry. Yeah. Short version. Vision. Version. Yeah. Um, so they like they black out and they don't remember right. a, point A to B in their whatever happened in their life. So they're trying to like put together the pieces right of what's what happened during that time. Um and the ending it like they ended on like a season 1 which there was only one season ended on such a big cliffhanger. Yeah, every I was a second angry. a second blackout. Yeah, I was like so angry. <clears throat> and also like cuz that Dominic Monahan whatever his name is, yeah. he was in it and that John Cho. John Cho was in yeah. it, yeah. It had uh, Gabriel Union was in it. There was a lot of good actors in that. Yeah. And I really liked it. But, like, the basis of, like, what it was about was so interesting to me. Yeah. And it was like, why? Why couldn't you at least give us, like, um, like, you know how they were always doing those? Well, we'll just do a little, like, mini TV movie to give you a finalization of it. Why couldn't they have done that, you know? Just yeah. made me angry because now I still to this day, what happened? Yeah. 
Yeah. So that was my number five because um, I'm still pissed about it. Like that is one th- that is one show I'm like angry they never continued. But we knew like when you we bought the D when you bought the I DVD know. we knew that it was like uh, it was canceled. But you're like I just want to watch it anyway. Yeah. Like at the end of it you're like yeah. I can't believe this. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there going oh I knew it was coming. I know, but I'm I, just I knew we were gonna get that, a shitty ending yeah. of this. Like we're, you weren't gonna. But get I co- didn't realize like the cliffhanger was gonna be that good and that that great uh, yeah. of like. What happened? Yeah. I just thought it was going to be a cheesy ending, you know? Yeah. I, but I don't know. Is that one of those shows they knew they were going to end it before the season was done? Or did they decide afterwards? Well, I, I think it was one of those ones where, like, they had, they had done the run, the 22-episode run. And then after that, that's when ABC announced that they were. Yeah. So they, 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 they didn't give the writers an opportunity to cast to, like, right. do a, a, fin, a finish. Right. It was just like, okay, yeah, we're canceling this anyway. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's my number five. Yeah, all right. So my number four band, or or in this case, artist, that I completely missed a boat on, Kenny Chesney. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. For people that don't <coughs> the, can't the, see us, I'm giving him like the weirdest, confusing look ever that, why would that name come out of your mouth? Here's why. I am a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. I love Jimmy Buffett. Yes. I love me some Jimmy Buffett. And Kenny Chesney is kind of like the modern day Jimmy Buffett. Like his songs are Buffett esque. <laughs> Buffett esque. Buffett esque. You know, <laughs> it's usually about like, you know, getting your toes in the sand and having some fun and drinking some mixed drink from a bartender who's kind of, kind of cool, you know. It, it, Island music. It's about it's about you know going to the Keys or going to an island and just having some fun and chillaxation and all that type of horseshit. I love that stuff about Jimmy Buffett. I love it. From Jimmy Buffett, it's great. Okay. Kenny Chesney, just can't get into it. And you would think it would strike a chord with me. Like if you love Jimmy Buffett that fucking much, why can't you like this guy? And I don't know why. I just completely missed a boat on him. And he's huge. I mean, he he is monstrous as far as, like, he doesn't play arenas. He doesn't play amphitheaters. Stadiums only. You know, like, his tours are huge moneymakers when he he goes out on tour. And he only goes out on tour every couple of years. But when he does, it's monstrous. Mm. You know? And, like, they sell out show after show after show. And people will, like, you know, flock to these shows. They'll follow Kenny Chesney around, like, you know, so he'll play, like, Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Chicago, and they'll go to all three shows, you know, like, they'll, people will do shit like that, mm-hmm. like, follow the band around, like, it's, like, an amazing thing, and, like, it's, like, I just completely missed it on that one. I'm okay missing that one. You like, but you don't like Jimmy Buffett either. I don't like country. I don't like country, I mean, I, I could point out a hundred other country acts that it's, like, no, that's not my cup. Like, like this, this, but like Kenny Chesney should be my cup of tea. Like, just based upon the type of music he does. Mm-hmm. Like, it just should. Like, I, I can appreciate some country acts. Like, I, I still think Garth Brooks is phenomenal. You know, um, you know. Then we we'll go old school country with Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, guys like that. You know, but I, I don't listen to it all the time. Very I don't rarely. To it at all. I understand that. Well, I, I unless mean, you, I'm forced to. I mean, you, your hatred of country is you hate all forms of country, yes. period, end of story. I can appreciate some of it. 
you know, depending on what it is. But like, and Kenny Chesney, something that I should be able to appreciate. I just, I just can't get into it and completely missed the boat on it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I would have never expected that to be on your list. Yeah, I mean, but it's just, yeah, but it's like again, it's like it makes sense that I don't like it because I'm not a big fan of country. But at the same time, based on like the style of music he does, the type of you know, because like country nowadays for the most part is like you know, as long as you're fitting in like the love of the troops, the American flag, and and you know, grandma's apple pie, you know that that shit sells. Grandma's apple pie. Yeah, and that shit will sell anything. Like you know, if you throw those three things into a country song, people are like you know, hell yeah, yeehaw. You know, but like Kenny Chesney's not that. He's like completely different style of country. That's more Jimmy Buffetty. Yeehaw. Yeah, and it's not yeehaw music per se. It's more. I, I mean, I call it fun music. It's just it's fun summary music, but I just don't get into it. Me either. True that. True that. So, what is your number four? I'm sorry. Um, I was distracted by a cute little kitten. My number four is probably a show um, you I know you haven't probably never will watch it. Um, It's that show Runaway. She's a little runaway. No. Daddy's girl went back. Now she works the runaway. Just stop. Runaway was this. Come on. She's a little runaway. What, what? I'm done. <laughs> you gotta get that last part in there. I know. You're like, let me finish, please. For the love of God, let me finish. Runaway. Um, the show Runaway. The show Runaway. The show Runaway um, was a Donnie Wahlberg show. Yeah, you've already lost me. Yeah, but it was a good show because it was, in, in a nutshell, his family and him were on the run because he was being accused of a violent crime he didn't commit and he was trying to prove his innocence and the only way you can do that you know he could do is by not going to prison um but like he's moving his family around the you know fake names and everything like that why he's trying to figure out but the real person that committed the crime is like harassing him and his family knowing that he's the one that they're accusing him of it you know what i mean okay so it's like an interesting concept because it's like how far would you go to protect yourself and your family. So it's like an irresponsible version of the of the fugitive. Yeah. Because he's dragging his family into it. Exactly. Instead of, instead of leaving them. Yeah, he's them. got his wife and two, two kids, yeah. I think. Instead of leaving them behind and trying to find the one-armed man himself. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But then, like, the kids start to get, like, rebellious because they're tired of, you know, having not being able to use their real names and, you know, always cutting their hair, coloring it, and hiding and... You know what I mean? But there's like, you know, they get into issues. But it wasn't even like a full season. It was like, I think it said, yeah, 11 episodes. So it wasn't even like a full season. Yeah. But I bought the DVD set because, you know, it's Donnie Wahlberg. I, I like Donnie Wahlberg. Shoot me. But it was a good it was a good show. And I always wanted to, to like see what actually happened. Yeah. Did he prove his innocence? Did he go to prison? Did they ever get caught? Did he turn himself in? Right. You know, stuff like that. It's always like a what if situation. Yeah. yeah, but I just I liked it because it was it was interesting to see the the whole dynamic when you have the whole family in on it. Then. Right. Because I mean the kids knew they knew exactly why they you, right. you know were running. So yeah, Robbie Amell is actually in a couple episodes. I don't know if you know that. I did not know that. No. Yeah. So yeah. Still not enough to bring me in. Oh, I know you'll never watch it. Yeah. No. 
It was a it was a fun TV show for eleven episodes. Okay, I enjoyed it. I'm glad you did. Okay, well that's my number four. Good for you. Whatever. I don't know why we have to have these half-hour conversations about every single thing on your list, and mine is like a two-minute. No, I'm not. I, I just, I got nothing. I mean, I'm. Not, I, I, to me, it sounds like a, a. Again, like I said, it's like the irresponsible version of the fugitive, where he's like, he should have left his family behind and went on the search for the one-armed man himself. But he was protecting his family too, because the real person that committed the crime was harassing his family. So why would he leave them behind to be hurt by that person while he's trying to prove his innocence? Because now they're going to be going to prison as well for aiding and abetting. The children will be put in foster homes. They're going to be... Husband and wife cannot testify against each other. They're aiding and abetting... Anyway. They're, the... they're not testifying against each other. The wife will be arrested for aiding and abetting a wanted felon. The children will be put in foster homes where they'll, you know probably be dabbled by Uncle Jerry. Oh my god. What is wrong with you? I'm just telling this is a this goes down a black a dark, dark hole. I'm telling you. Only in your head apparently. Yeah. Because yeah. I never thought that. Well, that's, these are the consequences of them getting caught. <laughs> well hopefully he proved his innocence before he did that. Hopefully. So, yeah. yeah hope. Move on to your number three, sir. Okay. You weirdo. My number three is Bob Dylan. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people like Bob Dylan. A lot of people like Bob Dylan. Ahsoka, you need to quit. Like, it's like one of the... Like, Bob, Bob Dylan is like... He's considered, like, in many ways, the American poet. Yeah. Like, the great American songwriter. Yeah. And I just never got into Bob Dylan. And, like, the worst part is, like, who is Bruce Springsteen's number one influence? Bob Dylan. It's like yeah, Springs, that's like a known fact. Like this is who inspired Springsteen to write the type of songs that he wrote, and it's like just like one of those things where like I just cannot get into Dylan to save my life. Me neither. I just, but I hear a lot of people like like musician friends, like they hold him at like such a high esteem, like right. one of the greatest songs. And I'm not, I'm not doubting that. It's just um. I don't get it. Right. I don't hear it. I don't hear what they hear. Yeah, like, I, I you know, and people talk about like, some of the albums, like, you know, Highway 66 and, you know, Blonde on Blonde. And, you know, there's, like, all these albums that people, like, quote you and, like, tell you, like, you know, oh, you, you, you listen to this, you'll get Dylan. I mean, I've listened to them, and I just, I don't get it. Mm-mm. Like, I, and I, I don't. Like I can, I guess I can say this. Like I can listen to some of the music. And I can say, okay, I can see where the genius is in this music, but I still don't get it. I guess it's like the only way I could put it. Like I, it just doesn't hit me like Springsteen does or like Seeger does. Yeah, you know, they're also storytellers, the same way Dylan is. Yeah, they just tell a better story, in my opinion. Yeah, they're they're the stories they're telling is like a better chord than what right. he does, and. I mean, there are people again, like like much like Green Day. Like there are people who like well, I, like I just don't care for Bob Dylan. They just look at me like I got like a, a third eye. Yeah. Like how, how can you not like Dylan? I know. You like Springsteen, right? Like yeah, I love Springsteen. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it should be a no-brainer. There should be a no-brainer then, Sean. I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way for <laughs> right. me in this one, in this case. No, no, no. You know, so it's like it's, it, and I feel bad about that sometimes because it's like it's like one of those things like you you want to get what other people see in something that's that popular. Yeah, like something that's that that held in such high esteem as Bob Dylan. Like you just you want to, I want to get it, but when I listen to it, it's just like, nah, I'm just not digging this at all. Yeah. And with the few things I do like a Bob Dylan, I really don't like, like. Yeah. He's just like, I've heard it enough where I'm like, yeah, okay, I can listen to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like, like, it's just, it's like, it's just like Bob Dylan's just wore me down to a point where like some of his music, I'm like, yeah, just leave it on, I don't care. I don't think I ever felt that way where I'm like, I'm going to listen to Bob Dylan. No, I mean, I've, I've never, like, I've tried to listen to Dylan, like, you know, like, just like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to listen to Blonde on Blonde because people talk about this album as one of the best albums that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I listened to it, and at the end of it, I was just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't get it. Yeah, so, so far, I agree with all three, or is yeah. I just, hmm. Yeah, like somebody hands me a copy of, you know, Bowie's Diamond Dog. I'm like, okay, I'm right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is great. Yes. You know? And somebody handed me a copy of Blonde on Blonde. I was like, oh, wow, that's, uh, is it considered an all-time great? Okay. Mm. So. Yeah, in whose eyes? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we aren't deciding those things. <laughs> so far, like, the three popular ones were like, boo. Well, I, I, but I, I, I can at least say, like, I can, like, I can respect the music that they make. Oh, I am. Like, yeah. I, I, it's not my thing. It doesn't strike a chord with me for whatever reason. And yet, and I've missed a boat on this somehow. Mm-hmm. But, like, the pe- like, obviously it's something that I'm missing because it is, mm-hmm. like, especially Green Day and especially Bob Dylan, they're held in such high esteem. Yeah. Like, that, you know, that people were just like, when I say I don't like them, like, if I say I don't like Kenny Chesney, people are like, yeah, you're just an asshole. You know, but these two guys are people are like, how? Oh, it's the same thing whenever I say I don't like Prince. And don't get me wrong. Dude was talented. He had talented up the wazoo. But after the 80s, I just didn't see the guy. You know what I mean? Like, the shit he made, I was like... Ugh. I'll agree with you. And my time. sister is like, don't you ever speak bad about Prince. You know, she's like... Like, it was her husband or something, you know? But... I just, I never, after like, Purple Rain, I was just like, where's the fascination in this dude? I don't understand. The problem is, I've seen him do so much other stuff. Like, I, I watched a video, it was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right after George Harrison died. And they're doing, it's like a group of like, Oh, musicians. and he plays the guitar. Yeah, for... Oh, yeah, he's very my, talented. My, you know, he was very talented. For My Guitar Gently Weaves. And you're just like, holy, like, everybody on the yeah. stage is like... It's like he didn't even like come like show yeah. up in rehearsal or something because everybody's like looking at him like wide eyed and their jaws agape as yeah. he's just wailing on that guitar and it doesn't even look like he's trying. Yeah, that's the worst part. It, like you see guitars like like putting all this effort into yeah. it and it's like he's just like eh, eh. yeah, he's like yeah. not even trying. Like, but, but I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not right. saying the man wasn't talented. I'm not saying that I just didn't get his music right after Purple Rain. I don't understand it. Like it was. It's gross. Like I saw him do, it with, <laughs> I saw him do it with Lenny Kravitz too. They did a mm-hmm. version of American Woman mm-hmm. where they're both playing. Yeah, the, I saw that yeah. too. It's just like you're just like yeah. sitting like holy shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, immensely talented. Like you're right. Like he made a lot of music. I was like, like especially like 
in the late 90s and into the 2000s where I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know, some of it was Jehovah Witness based. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it, 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 he got weird at the end. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, Kevin Smith told us all about that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, uh, it, through the 90s that I did appreciate, like, when he went to, um, when he was the symbol and, yeah, and stuff like, like that. that stuff. Yeah. I just, I don't. Purple's Rain is about as much as I can get into Prince. Yeah. Like, that whole album was great. And Sorry, you lost me after that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, I mean, that's the same look I get when I say that about them. And I won't say in front of my sister. And, you right. know, you heard last night when Google brought it up. I wasn't, I yeah. wouldn't dare skip over it. You know, but people look at me like, really? What? What's wrong with Prince? <sighs> don't make me talk about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I get it. I get your whole dirty look thing. I do regret missing they did the Prince Tribute concert last week. Like, they showed it. Yeah, I saw they were going to show it. And I wonder if my sister watched it. She didn't say nothing about it. But I like they had um, more stay in the time. Yeah. I'll give you more stay in the motherfucking time. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I do like more stay. Yeah. Doing the whole jungle love thing, doing the yeah. dance and everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that, that video. They did the I whole, love that. The whole yeah. dance. Oh, I was like, Jerome came out with the mirror. <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I do like them. Yeah. All right. So, what's your what's your number three? Um, I just realized um, after I went to bring it up, I was like, oh my, it's another Donnie Wahlberg show. <laughs> oh, good lord. I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize that. Guy's been attached to a lot of turds. <laughs> no, yet. Don't say that. So this show um, is that show that was only on for one season, that Boomtown. Yeah. And uh, for anybody that didn't know what that show was about, I'm just going to read real quick. In each episode of this series, set in present-day Los Angeles, examines one crime from many different viewpoints. Uniformed cops, detective, witness, the media, the fire department, rescue squad, even the criminals themselves. But the the cast was really great. You had Donnie Wahlberg, Jason Jedrick, I can't pronounce him, who has not aged very well, by the way. That Neil McDonald. Yeah. That guy. Um, who else was it? Vanessa Williams, Kelly Rowan. You know, it had a really great cast, and I really liked it because it did show that, like, eh, everybody in it, but they were all connected one way or another. Right. You know what I mean? Not right. just through the crime, but because, like, the media was dating the lawyer. You know what right. I mean? And one of them was Mary. It was, like, a big thing. You know what I mean? So it was like they were all connected at some point in time with the... the what was going on. Right. And I understand it was a cop show and like it was criminal an, show. An intriguing take really on the procedural. Good. Yeah, and it was just it was interesting. It yeah. really was. I liked it. I was um I didn't see it until after it was I saw the D V D. Yeah. I knew it was on T V but I never really got the chance to see it until I bought the D V D set, so but I liked it and I wish they would have continued it. Yeah. In some form or fashion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So that's my number three. All right. My number two, Radiohead. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But they were like, at one point, quite possibly the biggest band in the world. Really? Yeah. Not for me. Me neither. Like, I mean, and it's like... What year was that taking place? I'm 
early to mid 2000s. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, I, I've, like, they, they were like, you know, this huge band. I mean, they, they still are in a way, I'm sure. But, like, at one point, like, they were like, you know, just the biggest band in the world. Like, their next album was like the most anticipated thing people had. Right. You know, like, you couldn't wait for the new Radiohead album to come out and, you know, stuff like that. And, like, and, you know, and Creep's a great song. Oh, yeah. You know, but I couldn't name another Radiohead song after that. Okay, I shouldn't say that because there are some Radiohead songs I like. Yeah. I don't like Radiohead, like, not a fan to go out and, like, at the time, not now, but like, oh, I need to go buy their CD. But there is a few songs I do like by Radiohead. Right. But the only reason, I have to admit, the only reason I really like the song Creep is because of Marty Casey. Right. Like, that's it. Like, before he came out and sang out on that show, I didn't really, like, I was like, wow, that actually is a good song. Yeah. But then I listened to Radiohead's version. I'm like, ah, Marty Casey did it way better. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? It was like, I'd rather hear Marty Casey's version than the original Radiohead right. version. But there are a couple other Radiohead songs that I, I do enjoy. Yeah, like, I, I there are. Like I, there but are I'm a not, few. like, a huge fan. No, like, I, I just, like, like, again, like, there are people who, they're just like, you know, what do you mean you don't like Radiohead? How can you not like Radiohead? Yeah, like, you know, aren't they the one that has that one song, is it Creep, maybe? That... Um, oh God, Norman Reedus is in their video. Is that them? I might be. I don't know. I have to look. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, they were just like this. Like they were like quite possibly the biggest band in the world at one point. And yeah, but I don't think that just because I liked a few that I don't. I, but then I was into at that time. I was really into Lincoln Park. Well, I still am. But Lincoln yeah. Park was like the thing for me. Right. Well, but like I completely missed a boat on them. Hmm. I never thought people thought they were the greatest band at the time. Like, why did I miss that? Well, I don't think people, like, I don't think people thought they were the greatest band, but they were the biggest band in the world. Like, there's a difference. Like, the I mean, the thing I remember, like, at one point, the Police were the biggest band in the world. Well, that I can see. You know, and then U2 was the biggest band in the that world. That I can see right. as well. <laughs> and then... I get those two. Yeah. <laughs> And like it was like kind of like you know after U two it was kind of like Radiohead kind of inherited that crown like I, I guess Green Day and then like Radiohead you know mm-hmm. like it was like you know just one of those things where like I don't know if I was just like a smidge too old to like get into them hmm. you know what I mean like it was like I, I I don't know but it's just like it's one of the, they're one of those bands where like in in many ways I kind of regret missing the boat on them. Yeah. Like, we talked about, like, I felt the same way about the Killers. Like, yeah. I listen to Killers music, and I, like, go, I get why it's good, and I get why people like them, but it's, like, I just... I don't like the Killers, but I, I agree with you with, like, Radiohead. It was like, yeah, I think I should have listened to them more. Yeah. Maybe I'd appreciate them more, but... Yeah. The few songs was all I really... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure there are a few other songs I probably know. Like, if you were to play you them, play I'd be like, them, yeah. oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, it's not bad. But, like, you know, I just don't get, like... The popularity. Yeah. You know what? I don't even know what those guys look like. No, neither do I. I think I saw that one video. I don't even think their faces were in it. I hate that. I hate when I can't see the people. Yeah. Not that there's such thing as videos anymore, but you know what I mean. Right. 
But yeah, so like Radiohead is just one of those bands where I just hmm. completely missed it. Interesting. Yeah. That was a surprise on your list. I wouldn't have expected that one either. But I'm okay with that one. Yeah. Number one's going to be a real surprise. Well, I know it ain't Lincoln Park. No. So what's your number two? My number two is a fun show. Okay. Done with the cop shows okay. and, the, you know, running from police and all that. Uh, my number two is Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Freaks and Geeks, I think, was a fantastic show. Not only because, you know, because of, like, the base of it, but Freaks and Geeks actually introduced us to a lot of good talent. Yeah. You know, that Linda Cardellini. And then um, Jason Siegel, Seth Rogen, uh, James Franco. You, yeah. you go down a line with that. And the the way they ended it, it made me upset that like there was never any continuation with that show because it was like Lindsay and her friend were gonna follow the Grateful Dead instead of going on to do you know whatever. And you're like, did they go? They yeah. were gonna get in a van, but you don't know. And then you know the the younger brother, you know. I mean yeah. the whole the whole thing about it was just like, oh. I want to know what happens, you know. Yeah. But it was a really good show because it was a fun show. But it was also like, yeah, I can relate to that as a kid, you know. Yeah, it's like a dramedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Of course, you know the the whole the whole Seth Rogen character and James Franco character were my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Because James Franco was like the. The badass kid that yeah. had the bitch girlfriend that always fought with them, but they yeah. loved each other. And then Seth Rogen was the one that was like in love with the band geek, but he didn't want his friends to know. And yeah, I mean, the, them two always cracked me up. Right. Yeah. And then uh, of course the um, sorry, the younger brother to the main character Lindsay. Um, I can't remember the younger brother's name. I, I can. Oh, uh, Sam. Uh, him and his friends and the little shenanigans they would always get into. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a fun show. And yeah. it was I, I really wish they would have continued. I understand why they didn't, but I wish they would have always like at least one more season. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you ever watched it. I haven't watched the show like like and it's entire but I've seen enough of it, like, you know, sitting with you. Mm-hmm. Like I can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like funny, like like 'cause like the introduction of Seth Rogan. Mm-hmm. And it's not uh, Seth Rogen. It's right. It's like serious acting Seth right. Rogen. You know, and it's like him now, not to like what became popular. Right. Which is like interesting because like you know he became like you know what he became is completely different from what he was on that show. Martin Starr was the other guy I was talking about. Yeah. Which is like totally different than what he is now. Yeah. Like the Martin Starr in that show. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's always still the nerdy geek, but, like, he was the teacher in the last Spider-Man movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's, like, a completely different... I don't even think he looks the same. Minus the glasses, of course. You should watch, um... Busy Phillips is in it. Yeah. He had a fantastic cast. Yeah, it was. Like, it was, like... like, like Thomas that... F. Wilson. Yeah. Like, it was, like, that introduction of that, like, that generation. Yeah. Like, all came through that show. Yeah. What did you say I should watch one? Um, I can't think of the name of the show, no. It's on HBO. It's uh, Silicon Valley. Oh. Uh, yeah. But Martin Starr is in it. Yeah. And. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. 
It's actually a funny show. Worth the watch. I highly okay. recommend it. All right. Yeah. Um, all right, so my number one. My number one band that I missed the boat on. ABBA. Hmm. I like ABBA. I hate ABBA. I don't. Like, I do. Like, and it's like, like, ABBA to me is like nails down a chalkboard. Well, you were never really into the disco music, like the Bee Gees. No, not but like, I, I, I can appreciate the Bee Gees. Like, like the Staying Alive soundtrack. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, like ABBA is like something special, something different. Like, I can't put my, like, and it's like, I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like ABBA. Like, you not like Dancing Queen? I don't. This is a great song. And, like, to the point, like, I was watching... I can't remember what... I, it was, like, a documentary about ABBA that I had on for some reason. <laughs> for and some, yeah, for some reason. For some, no, it really... He probably couldn't reach the remote to change it. But, like, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. <laughs> and, and there's there's fucking... um. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Wow. Talking about how much they love ABBA. Wow. Like, Gene Simmons, like, they were amazing songwriters. I, I, their hooks were amazing. I mean, he's, like, getting, like, detailed about, like, how much he loves ABBA and getting into individual songs. And him and Paul Steeler just, like, breaking them down. I'm just like, what the fuck? Wow. Like, I didn't have that much respect for Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley to begin with, but I've lost even more of it now. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it was, but, like, it's, like, one of those bands, like, it amazes me how universally praised they are. Like, people absolutely love the music of ABBA. Yeah. Like, I, I guess, like, I feel like I'm the only person in the world who feels this way about ABBA. Like, I, it's just for whatever reason, and I don't know why, like, I just cannot stand their music. And I completely missed a boat on this. And they're, like, I mean, they've made two fucking musicals about with using the music of ABBA. No, I won't watch them. Yeah, but still, I mean, they're, they're there. They exist. I do like their music, though. Yeah. Like, if it comes on the radio, I won't turn it off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, ABBA. Get me get down with some ABBA. Some disco in ABBA. Yeah. That like, was such a weird name. It means something in Swedish. I can't remember yeah. what. I guess it, I can't remember. But it's like... Cause it's, it's the it's same all... forward and backward. Yeah. That's uh, easy to remember. But it just amazes me, like... I don't think I've ever met another human being that dislikes ABBA. Like I have. I know people that don't like ABBA. I've never, I, I've, if I've met them, they're few and far between. Like There are people who like won't tell you like their, their favorite band or anything. But like If you say, do you like ABBA? Like, oh, yeah, sure, ABBA. They're cool. Hmm. Like I've never met anybody who like, like, feels like the same way I do about ABBA. Hmm. Where it's like, fuck ABBA. ABBA. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. Like, people, like, hopefully they reunite someday and all this other. Like, I'm like, why? Why would you want that? 
Hmm. Nobody wants this. Like, I, but universally, they are one of the like most loved bands of all time. Yeah. Their music puts a smile on people's faces. Puts a smile on my face. Yeah. If you're feeling down, you play some ABBA, you feel better about yourself. <laughs> that's how, I mean, that's that's ABBA. Yeah. That's fucking ABBA. But I, I, I don't get it. I don't like the music. It doesn't, it doesn't hit with me at all. But, and I mean, I'm sure I'm going to get like, people are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do you not have a soul? No, I think there'll be more people agreeing with you than disagreeing with you on that one. I don't. Because I know people that don't like that one. Oh. You think you're the only one, you're not. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's my number one. That's your number one. That's my number one. Do you have any honorable mentions before I go on? Um, If I have to throw out an honorable mention, I'd have to say the killers. Uh, well, you yeah. already discussed, I discussed that. I discussed that, yeah. yeah. Um... Nirvana. See that I don't get. How how can how do you miss the boat on Nirvana? He was the talent of that man. I remember such a shame. I remember the first time I heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and I, I was at the radio club at CCAC South Campus in West Mifflin. And somebody played, like, brought that in. They, they, they bought it and they brought it in and they played to 45. And the first thing I remember thinking to myself is, oh, fuck. My music is dead. Because hmm. like, you knew, like, it, you could tell, like, that was going to be the tsunami that killed mm-hmm. hair metal. Uh, I disagree with Nirvana. I think Nirvana was one of the greatest bands. It, it doesn't, like,. It doesn't strike a chord with me at all. Yeah, but if you're going to base your like on of Nirvana on It Smells Like Teen Spirit. Well, no. Like, I'll, I'll say this much. I I love their version of The Man Who Fell to Earth. Okay. Like, I think that's an amazing... Like, that, that acoustic version of that, mm-hmm. fantastic. Like, I'm not... I can't... Like, and there are other things that they did, like, especially in that acoustic show. Phenomenal. I'm not going to deny... I, I can't deny their talent. I can't deny anything about them. But I don't get them. I don't I don't get how somehow some way Nirvana was the wave that broke the dam that brought grunge into our lives mm-hmm. and killed rock and roll. But see, I I know people say that. I don't know if it's fact or not, but I don't think they did in my opinion they didn't do it alone. No, they didn't. You're right. I mean, it, but they're they're the way that broke the, the dam. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first thing in Pittsburgh you heard from that Seattle sound. See, I lived in Florida at the time, and that was not you know. Nobody here had heard of Mother Love Bone. Nobody here knew who Pearl Jam was until Nirvana broke. Then all of a sudden, all that other stuff came flooding out. I knew who Mother Love Bone was before that. Yeah, no. But again, I didn't live here at the time. Right. I lived in Daytona Beach, which was a huge music scene at the time. Right. I was going to the clubs and shit with my friends. So. Yeah, we were playing Firehouse and Slaughter. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. We were listening to Slaughter, too. Yeah. Was that your honorable mention? Yeah. Not so the one out there. Okay. Uh, bye. My- Number one, you probably know. 
what it is already. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Firefly. Firefly isn't even on my honorable mentions. Number one for me is obviously my so-called life. Wow, that's not what I thought it was going to be. What did you think it was going to be? Invasion. You know what? I thought about that, and it is on my honorable mention. Yeah. But my my so-called life is number one, obviously, because Jared Leto was in it. Um, but it was also a really... It was a very many, good drama. How many se- seasons did I go, though? One. I thought it went more than one. One. Wow, okay. It ended on the first season because she wanted to leave the show. And how can you have my so-called life without Claire main character? Yeah. yeah. So it really sucked because it was a cliffhanger on whether him and her were together. Like, we're... Yeah. I mean, the whole show was based on... Right. You know, I don't want to say it was based on her love of Jordan Catalano, but it was also a really good show because if you, at the time, the guy that played Ricky, the Wilson Cruz, he was the first, you know, gay person, out gay person on a TV show at the right. time. You know, so it was just a really good put together show. And the father was actually voted one of the greatest TV dads of all time. Yeah. You know, so it was just a really good show. I didn't care for the mother character too much, but I watched it more or less for the kids. Right. Yeah. And it was like drama that you could relate to with her. Yeah. And her, you know, issues that she was, uh, Angela was going through. So I really liked that show. Yeah, I, I I never watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, baby, I know. Had no interest in it. I know you never had any interest yeah. in it, but I mean, why would you? Right. My honorable mentions was, one was Invasion. Um, obviously, Invasion was just... I think the problem with Invasion, it was on TV at the wrong time. Well, I think... I believe that. Yeah, I mean, problem number one was... The premise of the show, the, the the pilot episode premise was the fact that these aliens invaded the Earth through a hurricane. The show debuted one week after Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, yeah, it, it had some timing problems. Yeah. You know, but I think if you... I mean, that was the downfall right from the beginning. Yeah. But I mean, I think if you got past that, that was a... I mean, it, it was an invasion of the body snatchers type of show, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And it had a really good cast. Oh, the cast was phenomenal. And um, just one of those shows that, yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe it was just a little too smart and a little too early for it. But, but I mean, if you remember the very first episode, they actually put that disclaimer, disclaimer up. And if anybody thought that's why they were, I, I seriously thought they could put that show together in one week, film yeah. it, edit, and broadcast it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, but it was just, it, it was, a, uh, you're right. I mean, it, it may have had something to do with just the timing of when the I show think, debuted. Yeah. But. Man, that was a good show. It was. So that was an honorable mention. My other honor, I got two other ones. One, you're going to be like, what? But Jericho, obviously. Yeah. I mean, they did come back and do the second season, but it was short-lived. Right. And they ended it after that. So it kind of sucked because that was another good, like. Yeah, it was a good show. But I mean, I thought it was cool that the fan base really rallied and got them to do at least. Like, you know, the shortened second season. Yeah. You know, with the, the nuts campaign and everything. Yeah. That was one of the f- first times that, the f- like, you saw a fan base. Or I think, like, you think, like, like... No, there was another show that they did that, too, but it didn't work. 
It didn't. Well, they were sending bottles of water for invasion. No, but there was something else. I can't remember. I was reading it, and it was yeah. something else. Because I, mean, I was like, that's what made me remember Jericho was yeah. reading about this show. American Dad got not American Dad. Um, Family Guy got brought back because of like DVD sales. Yeah. You know, the DVD sold so well, Fox just decided to bring yeah, it back. Right. Um, and it's been on ever since. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an air show that's like... Um, and then... Uh, there was one other show I was reading about yeah. that the fans had something to do with trying to get it back, but I can't remember what it was. Because I don't think it worked. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah. Um, but my other one is the uh, Soap. Remember Soap? Yeah, I remember Soap. Now, Soap did have four seasons, but it didn't... In my opinion, I don't think it ran long enough to tell all the stories. Because there was so many characters in that show. And so much going on. It, yeah. it ended without you knowing what any of them ever happened to any of them. You know what I mean? But there was a lot of great talent in that show. You know, Billy Crystal and all them. But, I mean... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you wonder. I, that was tough because it did have... It, well, it did run four seasons. Like... No, you're right. Like I mean, and that was a time where like series finales were few right, and far yeah, between. Right. Like you just canceled a show and that was that. Yeah, I get that. But, but it just sucks. Yeah. But that was like but that was a show that like one, it's surprising it was a hit and lasted as long as it did. Yeah. And and two was a show that was like really ahead of its time. It was. As far as like yeah. the storytelling and the comedy that was involved with mm-hmm. it. That was a phenomenal show. Yeah. Well, I love Bert. Yeah. <laughs> Bert being captured by aliens yeah yeah and it's just and jessica it, and, and they could get as wacky uh, as they wanted to because yeah. it was like well it's a soap yeah we're gonna get as batshit crazy as exactly. we want to and we're gonna be funny about it and they like they got away with it for you know yeah for four seasons plus they had the i mean who was billy crystal because he was the gay son yeah and the but, the one guy that had the dummy yeah yeah, Robert Guillaume. Yeah, yeah. And then the 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 father that was the general that thought he was still in the war. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, Benson was in that. Yeah, that's I like mean, Robert Guillaume. Yeah, yeah. I mean the whole the whole thing. And they were the two sisters, and it was just a great show. And it was like always, you know. They, and I let I like how like Arrested Development kind of, which was another one that. But anyways, uh, the way they kind of adapted that soap and next time on Arrested... But the yeah. funny part about Arrested Development was that wasn't whatever the next yeah. episode was about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was always funny. Yeah. But that was my honorable mentions. There you go. Right, yeah, so- yeah. <laughs> the way you yeah, said yeah. it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, so it's the mailbag. Oh my god. And as always, we start with our good friend, Super Fan Thad. Thad writes in, Hello, my two favorite hosts, you sound like an old married couple. Yeah. Is there a special day in the near future? Can I be the flower boy? No, no and no. No. Sadly, no. Sorry. Nancy, that was no gunshot. That was Sean bending over. <laughs> yeah, remember that. Yeah, we thought the gun. Somebody showed a gun. Fact checking Sean. 
wrong again. Oh boy, I can't wait to hear why. The Simpsons have not on have not been on for twenty six years. It's thirty two seasons, sir. Really? Yeah. The show is starting to sound like fake news. What will Sean get wrong this week? I think Fat Dad needs to have his own show. So we can pick on him. I think Fat should do an after show. Where he discusses this show. Oh my god, yes. That would be very meta. I don't know who would listen though. I don't know either. Because I wouldn't. No, neither would I. (laughs) Nancy. Oh god. You were wrong too. Oh god. Nancy plays Lisa plays the saxophone, not the tuba. What did I say that? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. Sorry. I don't watch The Simpsons, so. Mm. If a fart can get through underwear and a pair of jeans, how can a mask made of cloth protect you from COVID? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> That's not my department. Mm-mm. Here are my top five uses for Sean's underwear. Oh my god. Number five, it can be used as an umbrella. <laughs> Number four, it can be placed on one's head as a turban. Number three, it can be used as a flag for the professional soccer team, the Tampa Bay Skid Marks. Yuck. Two, can be used as a bungee wipe at Target. Ew. Yuck. No. And the number one use for Sean's underwear is to make a keep away, to make a mask to keep away the coronavirus. Okay, it's time to go. I think I accidentally put in in platypus's undies and I need to go change. Yuck. I have no comment on that. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. You should have left it in the email. Yeah. And uh, next up, we have a write-in uh, from Michael. Uh, Michael is the uh, the writer for the comic book I talked about on, on GoFundMe last week. Oh, yeah. I saw that he um, tagged you Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, he writes in, Hey, guys. Just wanted to say thank you for plugging Elijah and Fields last, on last week's episode. I did want to send you guys our Indiegogo again along with our premise. You caught my update on addressing the relationship between uh, Patroculus and Achilles. And while this relationship does serve its part in driving the narrative, it is not the focus. In addition, as a thank you, I'm also sending you an exclusive black and white uh, render of our cover by the ridiculously talented Marcelo um, Oliveira Costa. Thanks again. If you ever want a guest for your show to talk, I'd be happy to do so. Unfortunately, we are not set up to have guests unless you come to my home. Yeah, that's about um, it. But on the Indiegogo, um, the the actual uh, discussion about, or the actual uh, write-up about what the, the, this comic book is about, lies and fields. Achilles fought with fiery rage for glory during his short life when he arrived in the underworld and reunited with his beloved comrade, uh, Petroculus. He thought he could finally spend eternity enjoying the things he missed out on in life. This was not the case. After a momentary reunion, the best of the of the Greeks was ferried away to an amphitheater where he was to fight alongside other heroes of his world. Hercules and uh, Theasus, for the god Hades to remain his 
to reign his dominion over the underworld. With the world's pantheons expanding and past pantheons crumbling, he's willing to grant Achilles his greatest desire. Hmm. So, and that's the uh, the black and white comic book cover. Oh wow! Yeah, I like that part of it. The um the symbol and the name. Yeah, that's cool. So I, yeah, my the, he was very um thankful that you know because he. He reached out and he asked, like, you know, if we wanted to do anything for the his Indiegogo. I told him we already plugged it, and uh, he was very, very thankful for that. And I, you know, I've done other stuff for other creators, and that's the first time anyone, any of them have ever emailed us back. Where is he from? I don't know, but I'm glad we could help out and hope uh, hope our, our our assistance uh, helps you out there. Your dude didn't write in. No, nothing from nothing from Otter today. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, that's sad. Is there anything you like to add to the to the proceedings, or dear? No, no. Sorry, I'm uh. You're ready for bed. I'll add it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. I can send us an email like these fine folks have, and that email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And um, we are a member of a couple of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network and the Weeby Geeks Network. So just give them a Google search and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And as always, we want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do so. We greatly appreciate it. As Nancy yawns. I'm sorry. <laughs> on that note... The dreamer has awakened. See ya.